Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're looking for real-life radio, you've come to the right place. This is The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Send your emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com and follow me on Twitter at The Roy Green Show. Listen back anytime to anything we air at RoyGreenShow.com on the web in the podcasts. Uh, the question here is, what do we do about, what do we do collectively as a country in examining our laws and examining our objectives and examining the world we live in and where it's headed? Uh, what do we do with the Canadian Association of Chiefs of Police wanting legislation which would compel anyone, if supported by a judge, to make their cyber passwords available to police? Uh, if details of a terror attack on a public place or several public places is parked behind a password online, I want that password out of the way so that innocent people can be protected and lives can be saved. Why should a pedophile or pedophilia ring be able to hide their violent, violent trade behind a password? A judge would have to support a police request for password access. And the Supreme Court of Canada allows for police to review material on a smartphone if that phone isn't protected by a password, from what I understand, after an arrest is made. David Fraser is one of this country's foremost Internet privacy lawyers at McKinnis Cooper in, uh, in Halifax, and he heads the Canadian Privacy Law blog. David... If the password is stands between the police stopping um, violent or vile act from taking place, and there's sufficient reason to believe that that password sufficient for the police, sufficient for a judge to believe that the the making available of that password would put a stop to a violent or vile act taking place. Just change the law. Well, but but I'm not sure it's it's that simple. So well, why not? Think of the, think of this scenario. So, so you've said talked about kind of terrorists about to commit a, a violent act, uh, or or the leader of a pedophile ring, or something else like that. Unless the 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 punishment for not revealing a passcode is death, why there's no incentive for the leader of such a ring to disclose that evidence. So if somebody is conspiring to commit terroristic murder, they are liable to imprisonment for life. And so if, if their password is discovered and the evidence is brought to light, they go to jail for life. So is the penalty for not disclosing your password going to be something worse than that? So, in fact, they would choose the lesser of the, of the two evils. If they're inclined to have a, bo- a bomb explode someplace and the location of that bomb is on their smart device, they're not going to disclose that. They're not going to disclose See, the password. I, this, I, I will take this a step further beyond what the chiefs of police want, and this is what I thought about over the last couple of days. It takes us almost back to the San Bernardino situation. There should be a way 
if the threat is sufficiently severe, where you don't need to ask the person for the password, you should be able to obtain it through technology. If the threat is sufficiently severe, and there are situations where that would be the case, if you feared another 9-11, you throw the rules out the window. David, you throw the rules out the window. (laughs) Well, but... We live in a civilized society. We never throw the rules out the window. That's that's simply the, the I reality. I mean that of, metaphorically. <laughs> but okay, or, or or you make rules where they're effectively out the window. And what would you? Okay, so what would you do, David? What would you do then? What would the law allow? And what needs to be changed if it doesn't allow enough? If you had a good idea of another nine eleven taking place, and that information were hidden behind passwords, what would you do? We're talking about the chiefs of police of this country asking for this kind of legislation. We're not talking about a, a, a band of renegades. No, no, but we are talking about a, a lobby organization for the, for the police. What the, the simple reality is, at least as far as I've been able to surmise, and I've, I've taken a lot of time kind of looking into these sorts of questions, you cannot, well, you can legislate backdoors into encryption. But the bad guys are simply not going to follow that. So what They're do you do? But what do you, D- David? What do you what do you do then if you have solid information that something horrific is about to take place? And we've had scenarios run by us by international security experts about what terror, international terror groups could be capable of. If something horrific is about to take place, what do you do? What can you do? What do you need to change in order to preclude that, or at least get at the information? We can't just say we can't just say well your password is sacrosanct. Well, but I'm, I'm not suggesting that. But but if you were to let's say mandate backdoors into encryption, the bad guys aren't going to use that encryption. Only the rest of us are, are going to use that sort of encryption, and our and our online banking is going to be is going to be less secure. You could say well there's a plot and we have to find out, and so we can use torture. Well, the information obtained under torture is is not reliable, and frankly, a police officer telling me he's 100 percent sure that something horrible is going to go wrong and we're going to get this information by, by pulling this guy's fingernails out, that's the same sort of logic that was used in, in the Middle East, uh, which, frankly, that sort of information that's obtained under, under those circumstances can you, is unreliable. Can you, can, can you stay with us a couple of minutes longer? Sure, absolutely. I, only, I know I only asked you for 10 minutes, but I have, to t- I have to take a break. I want to talk more with David Fraser about this, because if there is information available that would stop, and this is really what the, uh, the police chiefs association are after, information that would stop violent acts or taking place. If that information is hidden behind a password, move the password out of the way. We'll come back. <laughs> 